I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> time it is don't you when you hear that sound it's time for frank's power play frank man take it away man all righty and we're gonna start things off with the tsn trade bait list which is now up since our trade deadline trade bait list yep the trade deadline is gonna be coming up in about a month and highlight some of the names on there top of the list ottawa senators matt duchene Who's got 45 points on the season? Is had to be an unrestricted free agent. Ottawa would be wise to deal him somewhere because, for one, they don't have a first. They do not have a first round pick because they gave the first round pick to Colorado to get Duchesne last season, and so he could be on the move somewhere, probably to a contender. Six million dollar cap hit. A few other names: Wayne Simmons from the Philadelphia Flyers. He's probably going to be on his way out of Philly. The Edmonton Oilers are apparently willing to be a big-time buyer at the deadline as they are, as their first-round pick in the 2019 draft is at number five on the trade bait board. I don't think that's a good move because I don't think Edmonton is anywhere close to making the playoffs. They've kind of hung around a wild-card spot, but I think that's just... Peter Chiarelli digging his own grave there and he could very well be on his way out the door. Mm-hmm. Or two guys from uh, my deadbeat Detroit Red Wings. Gus Nyquist is number eight. He is set to be an unrestricted free agent. You're such they, an enthusiastic fan, Frank. <laughs> well, look, I'm I want the, I want look, Derek, I've said I want him to rebuild so much, but it seems like they have an aversion to it, but again, like I I don't mean to backtrack and get way off here. I keep hearing that I said I heard that Steve Eiserman was going to come back, uh, but I'm not going to really believe anything until I see the pen put to the paper. Right, or him at the press conference. Yes, yeah, that too. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's the thing. So, hopefully one of those two will get moved. Wise to get some assets and draft capital. A few other names. Braden Shen from the Blues. Who's would be a good addition? Jake Silverberg from the Anaheim Ducks. Derek Broussard from David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins would be, be a good pickup. Uh, a few other big names. Uh, Colton Pareko, defenseman from the St. Louis Blues. Got three years remaining, though. Kasperi Kapanen and a restricted free agent. For the Maple Leafs is expected to be on the move. I figured I'd see William Nylander's name up a little bit higher as things have been relatively contentious between Nylander and the Leafs. So that's just... And one more name to highlight from uh, my team, Nick Cronwall of the Red Wings. But he's set to be an unrestricted free agent and Father Time has caught up with him. 
it's not likely that he gets dealt somewhere. He's probably going to hang it up after this season. And so that's a look at your trade bait board. Speaking of trades, we had a few that went down, so let's get everyone up to speed relatively quickly. Well, if you one that did go down uh, uh, last, something went down last week. The Philadelphia Flyers sent forward Jordan Wheel to the Arizona Coyotes for a 2019 sixth round pick. Your Blackhawks did make a trade, Derek, uh, mm-hmm. about a week ago. They sent defenseman Jan Ruta to the Tampa Bay Lightning as well as a 2019 seventh round pick. And got defenseman Slater Cuckoo from the Lightning. Wait, his name is Slater Cuckoo? Well, it's uh, that's how it's, his last name is pronounced. It's it's kind of a it's got a funky spelling, but that's how it's pronounced. So, because he where's he from? He is from he's I know he's Canadian. Okay, so Cuckoo. Yeah, he's uh, he's not Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I, I don't think. Say, <laughs> okay, I, I, okay, yeah, we had to walk into that one. Yeah, they also Just got like a, a nothing burger, a 2019 fifth round pick. Cuckoo actually. Um, did play so he did play in the uh, playoffs a few years back with the Lightning and played fairly decently. But again, they had just a log jam of defensemen. He can never really crack the rotation, so it's a chance for him to get a fresh start in Chicago and maybe be a part of their rebuild. He might. Didn't be- Chicago have like the number one pick a few years ago or something like that? And whatever happened to that kid? Well, you're probably well. The times they had the number one pick, they ended up taking. I think they took Patrick Kane in 2007. Right, but then they—it's been recently in the last five or six years, right? Or no, they didn't have—they didn't have a number or one. Or they pick had because they not were number one pick, but a, a top pick that was supposed to be an NHL star. Was it a? Wasn't it a black hockey player or something like that? Or um, uh, no, well, I don't—I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, go ahead. So some other trades that went down. Anaheim Ducks sent Andrew Cogliano to the Dallas Stars for forward Devin Shore. Straight up deal there. There, that was on uh, January 14th. A couple days later, Ducks make another deal. They send forward Pontus Auberg to the Minnesota Wild for forward Justin Kloos. Straight up deal there. Ducks were still dealing, although they were mired in a pretty long losing streak. They sent Luke Shen, a defenseman, and a 2027th round draft pick to the Vancouver Canucks for defenseman Michael Delzato. Delzato's kind of been a journeyman defenseman in the NHL. Solid third pair guy. Hi. But the Ducks still weren't done. As they then proceeded to deal forward Joseph Blandisi to the Pittsburgh, to David the Bandigot Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins for forward Derek Grant. Just a depth forward swap. And probably the biggest trade that went down, the Minnesota Wild sent forward Nino Niederreiter to the Carolina Hurricanes for forward Victor Rask. That was the biggest one that went down. The Fly and also the Sabres and Flyers did make a swap, a couple of depth forwards. Here's the minor leaguers. They, the Sabres acquire forward Taylor Lyre. I think that's how you say it. For forward Justin Bailey, who goes to the Flyers. Liar. It's uh, or Lear. I don't know how it's pronounced. They don't give me a pronunciation key here. So that's your look at the trade. At what's going on around the trade, at least on the trade front. Some more to come in the next few days. Follow up to a story that I mentioned a number of weeks ago about Patrick Berglund ditching the Buffalo Sabres. Here's a a follow-up to that. He said, 
Uh, he told a Swed- uh, Swedish outlet in Sweet in his, that uh, about why he left. He said, quote, I just knew I had to go home and find myself again. And he ended up being having his contract terminated on December 15th when he failed to report for the game. Here's some more that he said, and this is going to be edited by me. Quote, I'd been feeling like blank. Money wasn't making me happy. I feel much better today. My goal was to come home. This is my start on finding myself again by seeing friends and family. I've taken help from other sources as well, including the NHL and the NHL Players Association. I'm at home. I feel safer. I can breathe. Hockey has been my whole life. For me, hockey is not just a job, but it's something that I've loved. If you lose it and feel incredibly bad, I do not see at all why you should be doing it. I was suspended for disciplinary for their reasons because I was not showing up for practices and games. It was completely correct to shut me down. I want to say that I am very sorry that I left and betrayed Buffalo as a team. The players were absolutely gorgeous. I wish every single player and organization all the best in the future. They have definitely not done anything wrong with me. So, I guess, so what it says is he probably lost some of the passion after he was traded to Buffalo by the Blues. Because he was a first-round pick of the Blues in 2006 and spent a long time there. There, so... Oh, it sounds like his career in the NHL might be done. He may end up just playing in Sweden. He only put up two goals and two assists, so... Oh, but you know what? I guess there are some things that were just bigger for him. Some news on the NHL Department of Player Safety front. Uh, it's a few things that have have happened. Earlier this week, Canadians forward Paul Byron was suspended three games for charging Panthers. There's Mackenzie Weger. Her, and Predators forward Ryan Johansson was suspended two games for high-sticking Jets center Mark Shifley. Okay, so taking a look at the points leaders and goals leaders, and ooh, we, we've got some guys who have been on fire in the NHL. Nikita Kucherov is at 76 points. Yes, you heard that correctly. 76 points on January 19th to lead the league in points scored, but he's not the only one who's cracked the 70 mark. Johnny Gaudreau is at 72. Miko Rantanen, who, has been at, who had been at the top, he's at 71 right now. And Connor McDavid is at 70. Nathan McKinnon rounds out the top five with 68. He's followed by Patrick Kane with 65. Braden Point, 63. Mitchell Marner with 60. Blake Wheeler with 60. And Sean Monahan with 59 points. So scoring's going pretty well. In the goal scoring department... Ovi baby, what else is new? Mm-hmm. Still he's not gonna be in the All Star game, is he? Oh uh, yeah, he said he. Okay, I'll. Uh, it's Ovi baby. He's gonna. He is sitting out because he want. I guess he wants to be ready for Capitals. Holes going on their playoff run mm-hmm. and uh, trying sense. to go back. Trying to go back to back. So unfortunately, he will have to sit out their first game back from the All Star break due to the rules. I think that. I think that's kind of stupid, but. It is what it is. But he's leading the league with 33 goals, followed by Braden Point of the Lightning with 30, Jeff Skinner of the Sabres with 30, Connor McDavid and John Tavares, 29 each, Johnny Gaudreau, Gabriel Landeskog, 28, 
Nathan McKinnon, Patrick Kane, and David Posternock round out the top 10 with 27. Over in the assist department, reason why Nikita Kucherov is leading in points with 76. Well, he's got 54 assists on the year so far. All right, he's not the only one to have over 50 assists. Blake Wheeler's got 51. Miko Rantanen's got 50. Followed by Johnny Gaudreau with 44. Brent Burns, the highest scoring defenseman. He's got 43 assists. Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, Mitch Marner, 41. Eric Carlson, 40. And Mark Giordano with 39 rounds out the top 10. Giordano also leads the league at this moment in plus minus. As the defenseman from the Flames is at a plus 31, which means he's been on the ice for 31 more goals than he'll score than allowed. And he's followed by teammate TJ teammates TJ Brody with who's plus 28 and Elias Lindholm who's plus 26. Goaltending leaders Robin Leonard of the Islanders currently leading in goals against with 2.11 followed by Jack Campbell with 2.13. Ben Bishop is at 2.38. Tuka Rask 2.42 and Yaroslav Halak rounds out the top five. Save percentage. Hedge Jack Campbell, who's been playing well for the LA Kings, filling in for Jonathan Quick. 0.932 save percentage, followed by Leonard. Her with a 0.928. Andre Vasilevsky, 0.925. Freddie Anderson, 0.923. And Anton Kudobin then uh, rounds up the top five. Casey DeSmith of David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins, who has had to see some playing time with. With Matt Murray dinged up, and he did get, I believe, to Smith did get signed to a three-year extension recently, so he's been playing very well. And the flower, Mark Andre Fleury, leads and wins with 26. Martin Jones, 22. Freddie Anderson and Connor Hellebuck, 21. Vasilevsky, Carey Price, Sergey Bobrovsky with 19. Bobrovsky recently did have an altercation. And down in Tampa when the Blue Jackets were playing down there and he was suspended. He has since been reinstated. And rounding out the top ten, Jacob Markstrom, David Riddich, and Pekarine. Flurry also leads in shutouts with six. Six is Vasilevsky, Price, Rene. power play, two minutes. Hey, Miko Koskinen, Matt Murray, Yaroslav Halak, Keith Kincaid, Sergey Borowski, and Braden Holtby rounded out. Take a look at the standings at this point in the season on this Saturday, the 19th of January. So we'll let that load up. And right now, in the Metropolitan Division, the New York Islanders are in first place. They seem shocked. Well... I think Don't this, they have like new management and new coaching? Well, and they're well, also at Nassau this year, or are they still at the Barclays? They Center? they have been playing some other games at Nassau this Nassau, year. That's what I thought. But they're supposed to be going to Belmont Park. Yes, I next have. Year I or did. Two I, years? Um, I think it's going to be at least a couple years because I got to get everything built there. Hmm. So, so the Islanders and plus Barry Trotz, I think he may be um, making a strong case for Jack Adams Award. He. Led the Capitals to a Stanley Cup last season. Goes to the Island now. And he's got the Islanders playing very well. In fact, he ended up shutting out his former team 2-0 last night. Islanders currently in first place with 60 points. 
in the Atlantic Division, followed by the Columbus Blue Jackets and Washington Capitals, who have 59 each. Over in the Atlantic Division, your top three teams, the Tampa Bay Lightning, still on a kill them all tour. 74 points, even though they did lose to the Maple Leafs on Thursday night. All right, the Lightning will play the Sharks tonight. Leafs got 60 points. The Boston Bruins in third place with 59. The wild cards right now, the Montreal Canadiens hold down the first wild card spot with 59 points. And David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins hanging on to the last wild card spot. Really? The last one? Usually with 58 points. Mm-hmm. So, eh, we'll see what happens. I know if there's one thing I do know, I, I know that Cub trade deadline. Jimmy Rutherford, their GM, isn't going to be screwing around. He's going to really do something to shake the tree. The rest of the East, the Sabres four points out of a playoff spot. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes are nine points out, and pretty much everybody from the New York Rangers all the way on down is is better than ten points out, so you can pretty much say... No chance they go to the playoffs. Why not? It's January, uh, Frank. I, well, it's I, mid-January. It, I don't think he, any of these teams are going to do anything because, for one, they'd have to be a big-time buyer. And these are all teams that need to sell, sell at the deadline. Uh, right. What about the Red Wings? Where are they at? They are currently next to last, only above the Philadelphia Flyers of the Eastern Conference. 43 points. They are 15 out of the playoff spot. So keep staying, keep riding the lose for Jack Hughes train, or crapo for, or that uh, one Finnish guy whose name I can't pronounce to save my life. So over in the Western Conference, Winnipeg Jets leading the Central Division with sixty-four points. Points followed by the Nashville Predators with sixty. Those teams met Thursday night, and the Jets prevailed five to one. And that one, the Colorado Avalanche sitting comfortably. In third place with 50 points. So, looks like they fought a little bit far back behind Winnipeg and Nashville, but Avs are still in a good spot. The Pacific Division, the Calgary Flames are in first place in January. Raise your hand if you saw that one. No, or the, New York, so. or the New York Islanders. Yeah, so, so they're leading the... They're actually in first place in the Western Conference, too, so... Mm-hmm. Fire up Good. flames, fire up. Considering the that sea, the sea of red is uh, considering they they trying to get out of the saddle dome, you know that old yeah. outdated archaic stadium. Yeah, so the sea the sea of red is uh, going pretty strong in Calgary. Sharks currently sit in second place, place, and the Vegas Golden Knights sitting comfortably in third with sixty points. Can they make it back to the Stanley Cup Finals? Is the question. I I'm not so sure about that, but it looks like they're looks like they've overcome a slow start and are sitting in a good spot right now. The the other wild card spots, the Dallas Stars, fifty points, actually tied with the Avalanche, and the Vancouver Canucks, fifty points, so pretty steep drop off of the West. And then we've got a log jam ham of guys who are pouring out the Minnesota Wild, Edmonton Oilers, Anaheim Ducks. Ducks most recently were on a 12, you heard that right, 12-game losing streak. That got ended with a 3-0 win over the Minnesota Wild. Finish it up, Frank. On Thursday. The rest of the West, the Arizona Coyotes, four points out. 
excuse me, St. Louis Blues, five points out. The Anaheim Ducks are, not the Anaheim Ducks, the LA Kings, eight points out. And Derek, your Blackhawks are in dead last. 41 points. Only nine points out of the playoff spot, but the the West is not that good this year. Yeah, no surprise. I mean, you pay all that money to Kane and Taves and Seabrook and... Uh, so, their guys are getting older, and you had to sell. And then, you know, the whole debacle with uh, Quinville and the youngest coach in the league. Uh, it, it happens in the NHL. You, you well, know that, and I know that. that well, here's you know, a, here's what really build a dynasty. Like I said, like I said you're, uh, you're on the lose for – you're riding the lose for Hughes Express. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that'll probably do it here if you do. Thank you, Frank, for that power play. You're very welcome. So, what's coming up next, man? Um, we I'll try and see if we can get David to call in. Then we can talk some NFL. Probably talk, probably talk a championship weekend as well as move the the Detroit Lions have made and what I think they need to do in order to actually get the most out of it. So. They got rid of Jim Bob Cooter. Yes, which they did need to do, and they brought Daryl Bevel in, and I'll give my thoughts coming up next. Okay, well, we'll do that as we take a quick uh, commercial break here. Listen to 88.3 WTs. After further review, make sure you listen to us every Saturday. Uh, what is it? Uh, 11 to 1. If we're live, that's right. If we're live, we'll get you uh, 11 to 1. Then if you miss the show you know we got our podcast i haven't put a couple podcasts up in a while i've been uh, uh basically uh yeah. oh i hate it when that happens uh getting the messages i gotta quit messenger so it quit beeping uh you can listen to us on soundcloud and on itunes make sure you go over to itunes and give us a five star it's after further review and then on soundcloud it's wxut after further review with a picture of frank vaster and the horse's head coming up next you said we talked tight championship weekend chiefs yeah. Patriots, they're affected by the snowmageddon, supposedly. It won't yeah. be as cold as they thought it was going to be, though. Instead of being in the teens, it's supposed to be in the upper 20s. Oh, really? Mid to upper 20s a little bit. So a little less cold. And then also we got the uh, Saints and the Rams. Yep. And predictions from Frank Bastion. We tried to get David Man got Harris. I think David is traveling. I could have swore I seen on Facebook he said he was traveling. I'll look that up. Right. Got to keep keep eyes and tabs on him. Anyway, we'll take a quick commercial break. This is an 88.3 WSUT's. After further review, we'll return. Took a little NFL for you. <laughs> 